Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the COP update for this Thursday. Um, is it the 13th today? <sighs> Could be. Um, I told you I'd get these dates wrong. It is the 13th of January. Uh, Thursday the 13th of January, the COP update from the LFC Day Trippers. You're all very, very, very welcome. Um, a little bit to get through today. Um, I have a little teaser for you as well that um, I'm going to ask a question and see who gets a first, if that's okay with everybody. Um, if you're watching, fair play, um, hit the like button. And if you've subscribed, brilliant. If you haven't, also go and do that as well. And if you want to share across your social media, go and do that. As you can see, um, we're asking you to smash that like button. 40 plus shows per month free on YouTube and across all podcast platforms. So um, make sure you like, subscribe share but most of all comment come in here into the live chat and comment and give your views and we'll have a chat about them every day at two o'clock um for a half an hour or so so um yeah as i said quite a, a little bit to get through today a little bit it's quiet on the transfer front liverpool wise i'm going to be honest with you um and what i mean by that is they've ran out of ideas and they'll they'll have a lot of for us tomorrow um so i'm going to start with mo salah so the reason i'm going to start with mo salah is um I think it's time to put a pin in this. I really do. I think it's time to put a pin in this and, you know, just wait until something is announced because we've seen an interview from Salah, which has had some stuff released a few weeks ago and a little bit more released the other day on the eve of him playing in the AFCON. Um, We've seen Klopp talk about it twice in, in in the last month or two and most recently the other day in his press conference where he said, look, it's a normal situation. It's a contract situation. Um, There's no issue. He wants to stay. We want him to stay. It's positive. It's normal. That's how it is. So I think it might be, um, it might be time to just put a pin in this, to be honest with you. Mark says Salah's talk is getting incredibly boring. It is. And that's why I've come on today because it's starting to feel more normal, as Klopp said, to be honest with you. Um, Because like... (sighs) When you look at it, um, people will get worried, myself included, when it's down to 18 months. I always do. But the only sort of word we've had come out is, you know, Salah saying, I want to stay, it's up to them, blah, blah, blah. You know, and when he said it was up to them a couple of months ago, I felt it was both his representatives and the clubs. With Klopp saying what he said, especially quite openly, um, I think people should be a little bit more at ease over it. Now, Sam Wallace in the Telegraph has written a piece today on it, and that's why I, this is this is why I think 
I have decided that it might be time to just say nothing at the moment now about this until we until we hear something absolutely concrete on it. You know, he has written a piece to say that the Mohamed Salah contract stalemate is that Liverpool won't pay what he wants and the market for a player of his age and his value is as flat as ever. Um, it's not as flat as ever. Um, if Mo Salah announces that he's not signing a new contract, clubs will be all over him. Um, all over him. So it's not as flat as ever. It really, really isn't. But at the moment... All we know is that contract talks are ongoing. Klopp has been fairly positive on them. Salah hasn't said a bad word. There is some posturing. There is some positioning. And let's just wait and see. Now, there might be bits and pieces that come up over the next week, two weeks, three weeks. But until something solid comes up, I'm going to leave her alone, if that's okay. Um, Tarek says it's, it's just a media company trying to get clicks. Um, are we agreed, Gav, that Salah chat gets you a ban, including Gav says Red Steve? No, it won't get you a ban. <laughs> Jesus, it won't get you a ban. Like, But I think what you're seeing now is, oh, he wants 420, he wants 450, he wants 500, he wants 350, he wants 300. What's he being paid in in bonuses now? What's the, he wants it as a, as a, as a set wage every week rather than bonus. You're hearing all sorts of stuff. And, all we can really go on is what Salah has said openly and what um, Klopp has said openly. And both of them seem fairly positive. So let's see um, where it goes. Jono says, if FSG won't pay Salah 400k per week, then this shows we aren't a serious club. Oh, I don't know, Jono. I really don't. You know, um, I don't think there'd be an issue around other players. Other players know how good he is. It's just it's it's one of those, but we'd have to we'd have to wait and see, and we don't know if it's up at four hundred. We don't know what it's at, but let's just wait and see until something more um more concrete comes of it, right? Uh, Passio says, Gav, you reckon there's any chance they have it sorted, but they are holding back being announced to the club negotiate terms with a couple of targets for to stop them asking to match it. Well, um, you know, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think any other player coming into the club, regardless, would know that Salah would be the highest earned. It's like saying, like Messi's probably another one where you go, oh, will we hold off on Messi because other players might want what he want what he wants. He's he's out on his own at the moment. I think a super chat from Jamrock says, why do Liverpool fans freak out over a journalist's opinion? Um, not really freaked out over. It. I just don't agree with it. Um, I just I just don't agree with it. And I think at times they write this stuff and they believe what they're saying, but. It's, Fairly easy to work out that if Salah was come on the market um, in the next six months, um, he won't have any. He won't have any shortage of takers. John said it's been pretty consistent. He wants to bring him money three hundred and seventy to four hundred k. He may do. He may do. And look, I'm all for giving it to him, John. You know what I mean? The way it works out, that works out at eighty million quid over four years. And yeah, I absolutely give it to him. Um, Tahir Qureshi says, so this contract situation has been going on since last summer. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, there's little niggles, but I think, I I suppose it probably came really into everyone's mind in a massive way, probably November, December, because you're approaching that 18 months. Um, if most signs there'll be an open top bus parade through Liverpool's as Dynamo, uh, Dynamo Kev, maybe so. Uh, Ian Matthew says the Salah contract will be announced on the 1st of February to gloss over the lack of activity and the transfer window. Um, I don't care when it's announced, once it's announced. That's where I am. Um, 
I was having a little think actually as to what Liverpool could do on the transfer market, but that might be something um, for tomorrow. But with news being quiet, I still want to come on here every day and have chats with you people and throw ideas out there and get your views. So that's what it's all about. But I, I was trying to think how you would clear one or two to bring one or two in. And um, it's it's not mad easy, but we'll have a chat about it tomorrow. Um, John Carew says, how much have Salah's goals earned FSG over the last few years, especially last season when we would have finished eighth only for him? Yeah, he's he's a massive, massive, massive player. Um, Ryan Barrett says, how embarrassing is it that our top players are coming out with quotes like this? He's not being treated right. Wouldn't blame if he left after this shambles. Imagine any other top club doing this. Well, he's done one interview, Ryan. From what he can make out, he's done one interview and he's just said it's up to them. Um, and I, when he says it was up to them, I do believe it was he was talking about his, his advisors and, and the club's advisors. Um, you know, it's one interview and Klopp's kind of had to batter away twice and, and being quite positive over it twice. So Klopp's put himself in a bit of an awkward position there if it doesn't happen. Um, so there you go. Tarek says legally binding contracts involving millions over multiple years is not a simple thing. In the end, we have no input into the process. So why bother worrying about it? Well, you worry about it because if there's a chance that he might leave the club this summer or next year, you're, you're very worried over it as because simply because of the player he has, he has been and is and could be, you know, for the next three, four, five years at Liverpool. That's why you worry. But I think, um, I think at the moment it's just one of those where you just stick a pin in it and go, right, if anything, if anything come, comes of it, um, we'll come back and we'll have a talk about it. Dylan O'Rourke asks, is Chris Wood signing tactical genius by Newcastle or just panic? He'll suit Newcastle. I think he will suit Newcastle. And he, he, he it hampers Burnley unless they come up with a, a gem of a signing in the next two weeks. Um, so, I don't know. Like It makes sense on a couple of levels. Um, it's not mad money. If they stay up and they don't want them, you know, um, they can move them on. Red Javi said, we only have 24 registered players. We have space for one. Absolutely. We have space for one. And that's why I was thinking about it today, last night and this morning. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a little bit more to think about it. And you know what we'll do? Let's set it for tomorrow. We all come back here tomorrow and we put our ideas forward as to what you would like to see happen in the January window. Now, what I will say is be realistic over it. You know, don't tell me, sell him, him and him and get him, him and him. That won't work. You're probably looking at a minimal movement. So maybe one in, maybe none out, maybe just one in and fill that spot. Like, um, like was said there, um, by Red Jabby. Maybe do something like that or maybe say, look, we're going to move him out and we're going to bring two in. But be realistic about it. Um, but tomorrow at two o'clock, we come along and I'll try to draw up something as to what I think. And you can absolutely throw it in there as well. Is that okay? Um, so that's that's Mo Salah. Let's let's move that out of the way, right? Um, I've seen an interesting one though, because um, the the, the Afcon's on, right? And I'll, that continues on today. I think it's the second round of group games start today. I think um, Cameroon with the first game, aren't they? So yeah, I think it's the fourth, second round of um, games coming starting today um, in Group A. Group A, I think it is. Uh, Sandy P says, big fan. Try to watch all your shows as much as I can from India. They never walk alone. Nice one, Sandy. Um, thanks for watching from India. There's people watching um, from all over the world. We we get our our analytics every month, and there's people like literally all over the world watching. It's it's amazing. And sometimes see people, sometimes others. But don't forget, if you if you don't get to see it live, you can watch it back or any podcast app. will have all our shows. They um they get sent out immediately after this live show, or as as quick as we possibly can. So 
yeah, the AFCON is on. We're all Cape Verde, as you know, at the LSE Day Trippers. Massive Cape Verde fans. Um, but a player from Cape Verde is being linked. I think it was in the mail with Liverpool. And it might be some of the Liverpool are watching or have an interest in, or it could be just a passing interest and, and the rating. But it's, um, it's the midfielder from Oostend, which I think are a Belgian side. Oostend, um, midfielder from Cape Verde. Eight million pounds is the, is the amount. Um, that's being touted about. The name is Kenny Rocca Santos. Um, highly, highly rated, apparently, from Eastend. Highly, highly rated amongst Cape Verde um, players, staff, anyone that watches them. So um, there's a name to throw out there. Sean, he showed me this one yesterday and said, here, you might want to have a look at that. Um, apparently, he is an alternative that, um, to Eves Basuma. Um, Basuma, of course, is being, I think, £50 million price tag being put on his head. And... Recently, Graham Potter was asked, in the last couple of days, I think Graham Potter was asked, has any club been in contact with you regarding Ives Basuma? And he just said no, straight away. Um, so unless no club has made an official approach or request to talk to him or even picked up the phone and said, look, what's the chances? Is he available? Stuff like that. Um, but there's one for you. Kenny Rocca Santos. So that's one for you there. Have a look. Look him up. He's playing for Cape Verde tomorrow, I think. In the African nations. Um, the AFCON, just before we move off, as I said, the group stages, second round of group stages, um, games start today. Um, Cameroon face Ethiopia, um, and Cape Verde play Burkina Faso. So, of course, Cameroon and Cape Verde got wins in their opening games. So, um, a win for both of them today will put them through into the knockout stages. Um, the lads are going to do a thing on the AFCON on Friday night, but there's no way they're getting away from the referee deciding for five minutes to go. He's had enough. Um, that's a day ago. Uh, somebody said there that Villa, they're jealous. Uh, Cradle to Cradle says he's jealous of Villa making silence. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm jealous of Villa making signs. I think they've made, they've made two good ones in a loan for Coutinho and Lucadina left back, but I don't think I'll be jealous of it. Um, Sometimes clubs, especially when you get a new manager in, he wants to stamp his authority very quick and he wants to be back very quick. Kieran B says Villa apparently looking to sign Basuma. Yeah, he, Liverpool have been rumoured, Arsenal have been rumoured, United have been rumoured, um, Villa of course, and Graham Potter is saying nobody has contacted him with regards to Yves Basuma. You have to take his, you have to take him on his word. You have to take him on his word. But um, I, he's he's a fantastic footballer. He's a fantastic. There's other issues outside of the game, as we know, that I'm not going to go into. But um, he's a fantastic footballer. Garrett says, "Is it Cape Verde or Cape Verde?" I think it's Cape Verde, but um, you can say Cape Verde. No one's gonna, no one's gonna, um, no one's gonna have a go at you. Um, of all the players moving in this window, says Kev, not one would interest the top four club. From what I can see, it's been very, very quiet. It has, it has been quiet. Everton have made two fullback signings, both young players. Villa, of course, have done Coutinho and Luca Dean. Newcastle have done Kieran Trippier, and it's Chris Wood confirmed. I, I presume he is. Um, but other than that, there hasn't been an awful lot of movement, and you probably won't see something until later on when teams decide yeah come on we bite the bullet and we'll go for it so you have to look at it that way as well um i have a tuesday teaser for you okay so no googling okay anyone watching now live or listening in the audio podcast afterwards no googling so here's the question i'm gonna call it out twice so people know you're gonna have to bring me back a number okay um so here it is if you add up the last four goal scorers for Liverpool in Champions League finals. 
if you add up the minutes they scored in, okay, and combine them, and take away the short numbers they were wearing and combine them, what number would you be left with? So just to say that again, the last four scorers for Liverpool in Champions League finals, if you add up the minutes that they scored in, okay, and combine them, and then deduct the short numbers they were wearing, if you combine all them, what number do you get? Um, Scott Mates says, enjoying the show, Dusan Vlahovic would be a good option to have at Liverpool. I'm going to come on to him in a minute, funnily enough. Um, Bazuma would be a great signing on the club. Need to get that midfielder a bit younger. Need to get that midfield a bit younger. Yeah. Uh, Red Javi says he likes Trossard from Brighton. That's the one he wants. He feels he's just a 2.0. Um, Passio says watching Everton fans come mental because Benitez for, forced out a fan favourite is the best part of the window for me. Didn't force him out. The man just could have kept playing and hoped that Benitez left before him. He definitely wanted out. Um, let me see. So the numbers are coming in. Um, I'll keep an eye on them as we go. Luke O'Shea is wrong, 85. Uh, 296 is incorrect. 78 is incorrect. Um, if it's not 69, you've wasted our time gaps, says Red Steve. Uh, Matt Lewis reckons Laura will know. Um, so zero is from Stephen. No. I'm going to um, keep going with that. So quickly again, if you add up the minutes in which the last four scorers in the Champions League final score for Liverpool, add the minutes up combine them and then take away the short numbers they were combined what number do you get JLL the boy says 138 no it's not 138 um, you, you just keep going because I can search at the end to see if anybody got the answer correct so um, moving on somebody mentioned Dusan Vlahovic um, yeah look Fiorentina wants somewhere around 75 million euros for him um, I think it's 62 million pounds um, and Arsenal are the latest club that have been apparently trying to push a deal, but will find it difficult. Um, will find it difficult to put a financial deal together in January for that amount of money. Um, Fiorentina want an awful lot of upfront from what we're hearing. Um, they, they're not messing about with, listen, there's 40 and we'll give you 30 over four years of the term of a contract. That, if it's 75 million euros, they're probably looking for 50 million euros upfront, to be honest, because they'll want to, They'll want to, you know, strengthen themselves. And when clubs know that you're taking in 75 million, they don't care what way you've taken it in. They'll want some of it if you come looking for their player. So Dusan Vlahovic, um, Fiorentina, Fiorentina wanting money up front um, or a vast majority of the money up front might hinder anybody looking to take them, um, looking to take him off their hands. So it's, it's a... It's a big amount of money. It is a big amount of money. He's very highly rated. Um, he's definitely something different from what we have at Liverpool. Um, I think he could fit. He could. But will it happen? I don't think so. Um, I don't. I think we're more looking in a wide area if we're looking anywhere at the moment. So it's um, it's it's an interesting one, Vlahovic. It really is. Um, Dennis Akari is back. Um, more links on him today. Um, I've seen somebody there saying there's a rumour going about that United have made a bid for Dennis Zakaria. Yeah, the, the number on Dennis Zakaria is five to six million pounds in this window or he'll be free come the summer. United have been linked, so have we. Um, there was a couple of other clubs as well. There might have been, um, I think Dortmund were having a sniff around them and there was, was an Italian club looking at him. There was definitely a, definitely a German club 
and definitely a couple in England. Um, there might have been someone else as well. Juventus, I think, might have been looking as well. Um, Carlo Tassas, Vlahovic, really all that. He has an amazing goal scoring record. Amazing, especially over the last calendar year. He has an amazing, um, he has an amazing goal scoring record, Garrett. So to be honest with you, he probably is all that, you know, and in a better side, um, it's, it's one of those where if he gets chances, he'd score goals. It really is. You know what I mean? Especially if he goes to the top end side. You know, if he was going to somebody like, say, a West Ham or somewhere around that level, you go, could be a bit hit and miss. A bit like Haller. Do you remember Haller that ended up at West Ham? And, um, and that didn't happen for him. He's banging them in, Ajax. Like, banging them in for fun. Um, somebody says there... Um, I'm just going to bring it back up here. Uh, Liverpool v Cardiff, 12 p.m. kickoff, 6th of February, confirmed says Antico. So there you go. Um, that is the FA Cup fourth round. Uh, John says, Gav, we are owned by spreadsheet wankers who think they're the smartest people in the room can't keep trying to outsmart the market. Yeah, I agree with you to a certain extent. Yeah, I've said this before. The model is great. To be self-sustainable is great. But at times you need to dip a bit more. And I think at times they do need to dip a bit more. And now might be it this year because if they're talking about a revamp in 2022, doesn't matter how smart you are, you need certain um, amount of money to go and do it. So we'll have to we'll have to wait and see, John. But um, I do I do agree with you on, in certain things. They do try to be a bit too clever, um, not only on transfers on other things as well. And 2022, they've earmarked according to people. Um, that have said this at the end of last summer. So let's see what happens in 2022. Um, we are mad not being all over Zacharias as Antico. Um, very highly rated. Um, very, very highly rated, but we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Steve isn't happy. 55 likes, 165 in the chat. Tut, tut, tut. That's another two guesses from me, Gav. No, it's not either of them. <laughs> Arsenal interested in Arthur Mello from Juventus. More like, more likely move for them than Vlahovic. Okay. Um, Juventus, where one of the, uh, Juventus are trying to get rid of a few, aren't they? Um, is Aaron Ramsey? Uh, they're looking to get rid of off the books, but he's on astonishing money. Absolutely astonishing money. Um, let me see now. Um, so that's them two out of the way. On to Arsenal um, and Liverpool. And this game that's going ahead tonight at Anfield in the Carabao Cup semi-final first leg. Um, a little bit of news to come out from Arsenal. It looks like Odegaard and Smith Rowe will miss out. Tommy Yasu will miss out. But Xhaka should be back. And trying to pick, um, trying to pick a team out of last night. It was a good show last night, by the way. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, go back and watch or listen on your podcast apps. Um, but was trying to pick an 11 for Liverpool and the 11, 11 for Arsenal was difficult when you think about the games they have coming up at the weekend. We have Brentford at home and on the same day, I think Arsenal travel away to sports. So you have to take that into consideration. Shawnee Lawson says, I'm mainly agnostic towards FSG, but I have to admit I'm starting to turn. Yeah, you'll get a lot, Shawnee, in my opinion, you'll get a lot of people in the next, I think in the next eight months. Yeah, between now and the end of August that will either find that their opposition to FSG will relent a little bit or get worse, or the people that support them will get edgy. And I don't mean support them. I mean people that are happy with them and believe in what they're doing, I think will get edgy. 
I think I think it's a huge eight months. I really do. And when when I look at the squad and I look what we want to do and I look where the manager is and I look when he'll leave and I look at the contract situation with, with Salah, there's a there's a bit to do and that happens. When you when you have when Klopp comes in and he really gets us firing from seventeen, eighteen onwards. You know, we've had seventeen, eighteen, eighteen, nineteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty, twenty one, and this is the fifth season of really being right at the top, living on the edge. You do get times where you have to take stock and move a few players in and move a few players out and put your money where your mouth is and you know start to build again um and this for me is the time where it comes around where the little rebuild happens or has to happen to keep us because literally all these teams at the top play right on the edge and to keep us right on the edge i think it needs to happen this year i don't think we get away with it for another 12 months so we'll have to wait and see um as i said they probably have between now and the end of August to sort a few things out, both, both contractually and and players available to Jurgen Klopp and possibly Jurgen Klopp's future as well, where they try nail him down for a few more years, hopefully. But I don't see it. I think he does leave in 2024. But on Arsenal, um, Odegaard, Smith Rowe, Tommy Yasu, maybe Jacket is back in. Um, is it Lakonga? That player's midfield for them. Kev was saying he's probably the only recognised fit midfielder. You know, Tommy Yasu is a big loss. Um, their, their back four could still be decent, but then from there on in, if you put them players missing, you know, if there are any risks, they probably won't risk them. Even though it's a cup semi-final, it's a huge game against Spurs at the weekend. Like, it's a huge game in the top four. Chase, it really is. And I know we're still 15, 16 games out from the end, but that's a big, big game between them and sports. It could, it could be one they look back at the end of the season. I think, you know, um, there's one there we dropped points or there's one where it was crucial that we got top four. So it is, um, it is a big one for them. And maybe if they have these risks, um, maybe if we have these risks, we, um, yes, we will see them just saying nah we'll get them back for the weekend and we picked that over tonight uh, Jabs Reloy says we went two windows without strengthening our squad properly and that time Genie has left and we didn't sign his replacement yeah look we win the European Cup and then we don't really do anything but we go and win a league and when we go and win a league we add in Thiago and we add in Jota and then we've added in Canate okay Um the signings in have been good. I think we probably could have done one or two more. I'm not saying we sat on our hands and done nothing because that's not true. But I think we could have done more. I think the perseverance with some players. Um, for, listen, I make no apologies. I, I was one of those that wanted to persevere with one or two and go, you know what, just maybe. But it hasn't really kicked on. Um, but the perseverance there with players and the patience with some players, it's um, it, it's running out. I think it's. I think it is running out, and that's not me slating players and going get out the fucking club. And it's not. You just look at it and you go, you know what? It's just not working. It's not working. You're a really good player, but it's just not working. Um, the time, the part of the career you're in, um, the team you're playing in, the style, it's just not working for you. And but now it's time for Liverpool to take the size of action on them if they feel it's right, and to go and do a Simicast too as well. Sorry, Laszlo, Simicast as well was brought in. So it's not like we haven't been. Um, Adding players in, I just think when you add a couple in, you might want to go one more. You know, if you do one more in the summer and one more the next summer, we're probably sitting here in January going, do you know what? If we get one in, great. If we don't, we'll have another look and do one more again in the summer. You know, whereas we've kind of 
we've backlogged ourselves now a little bit. Just in my opinion, um, that, that's not being sensationalist. I think we've backlogged ourselves just a little bit. And when you couple that with the model that they have, um, where they do things in a very, like um, Chris said last night, a risk-averse way, the backlog can take longer to clear. Do you get me? Um, so it's an interesting one. I don't think anybody has got, I don't think anybody has got the answer um, to my teaser. So I'll throw it out one more time. If you take the four players that scored for Liverpool, the last four players to score for Liverpool in the Champions League final, and out of the minutes they scored in, and combine them, and then deduct the short numbers they were wearing, combined, what would you, what number do you come to? Let me know. Um, Steven says, need to lay down America, 100 million for Rice, can play centre-back, DM or centre midfielder. I'm not a huge fan of him, Stephen. I'm, I'm not... Uh, Laying down a marker thing, I'm all for. But um, going on what I've seen and the type of player he is, Jude Bellingham is the player, in my opinion. He's he's so young. Look at the experience he's picked up already. Playing in the top European league, playing in, in, in Champions League football, although they were knocked out in the group stages. He gets up and down. He scores goals. Um, it's it's absolutely... Um, he's He's absolutely brilliant. Um, Red Steve says 33 uh, no that's not the answer you just wanted me to do that for the accent fair enough no it's not 33 but um, I, I'm not a huge fan of Declan Rice um, he's a good player I'm just I wouldn't be his biggest his biggest fan uh, Jamrock says did you see the Linders interview where he said the coaching staff made a strategic decision to keep the squad small to give younger players a chance I haven't seen that I haven't seen that Um but they haven't really what twenty five and twenty twenty four instead of twenty five. It's not really about squad size. You know, youngsters are getting a chance now with the squad at the size it's at. It's more about quality and reliability and impact. And you could easily change for me two or three players in that squad. Um, have more reliability, more impact, and still give youngsters a chance. Like there's um, young Bradley getting a chance. You have. Uh, Curtis Jones is young he's getting a chance Nico Williams um, Kay Gordon's come in and raved about the weekend Harvey Elliott unfortunately injured but was flying um, just showing love for the hard work I've much appreciated reasonable minded people are though um, reasonable minded people are though um, I don't know what that means um, but thanks a million for the appreciation um, 53 says bonkers no Um no, it's not 53. Um, West Ham spent, West Ham on 200 million for Rice. Unreal. Imagine a prime Gerrard now. Well, West Ham are on drugs. It seems they're getting 200 million for Declan Rice. Declan Rice. If West Ham sold Declan Rice tomorrow and got more than 60 million pounds from him, I'd be surprised. I'll put it that way. Genuinely. He's not, for me, he's, he, he's a good player. I just, I just, something in my daughter. There's just something doesn't sit right with me for him as a player. Maybe just, maybe I'm completely wrong. Just any time I've seen him, I thought, yeah, he's good, but he doesn't stand out a million miles from other midfielders in the league. That's just the way I feel. Um, Gav, do you think we start to phase out Milner and Henderson in the summer? I think I think this might be Milner's last season. Um, with regards to Henderson, he signed an, an extension, but he is getting to an age where you have to not look to replace him, but look to bring people in that will push him for a spot. You know, right now, everyone fit. I don't think Henderson gets pushed for a spot in this team. Genuinely, I don't. Um, for what 
well, for what um, teams look, what we look for and what we what we look to get out of players, Henderson doesn't get pushed. Um, he just doesn't. Um, JLL, the boy, says 165. You're closest, but it's not 165. Um, Royce is bang average as Dynamo Kev. Um, and realise says Declan Royce is average. I don't think he's average. I don't think he's average. Um, I think he's a good player. I just don't think he stands out as like, well, whoa, you know, what a midfielder. I just don't think he does. Um, that's about it, I think. We will be back tonight at 10 p.m. with our um, full-time Reds, me and Kev, following Liverpool v Arsenal at Anfield. So make sure to join us at 10 for that. Um, all the reaction immediately after the game. And, um, yeah, it'll be 10 o'clock, I think. It'll be 10. Suchek is a real talent, says Red Jabby. Yeah, I like Suchek. I do. Something about him. I like him. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back at 10 o'clock tonight. The answer to the teaser, the answer to the teaser was one five eight. One five eight. Um, if you look at the last four players, Origi in the eighty seventh, Salah in the second, Mane in the fifty fifth, and Coit in the eighty ninth comes to two three three. Short numbers: Origi twenty seven, Salah eleven, Mane nineteen, Coit eighteen comes to seventy five. Two three three minus seventy five is one five eight. So there you go. Um, Couple of late guesses in there, one six three and one two seven. Now the answer is one five eight. We'll do this every Thursday, um, along with our Monday memories on Monday as well. So we keep it going all the time. That is it. We will talk to you soon and um have a good day. Talk to you at ten PM tonight and of course talk to you tomorrow for our Friday version of the cop update. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.